Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Orion has partnered with JDOG to provide exclusive franchise opportunities for honorably discharged veterans and military family members. The company is seeking motivated entrepreneurial veterans and military family members to own and operate a franchise backed by JDOG's proven business model and all the support you need to be successful. JDOG's franchise opportunities include junk removal and hauling, as well as floor upholstery and carpet cleaning. JDOG was founded by a veteran with the goal of helping veterans experience business ownership by running their own franchise, employing fellow veterans, and ultimately reducing veteran unemployment to less than 1%. Orion actively promotes our partnership with JDOG because we know that veterans can be a great fit for franchise opportunities. In today's show, I'm joined by husband and wife duo, Mustafa and Ellen Brown, who heard about JDOG through Orion. Mustafa and Ellen now operate their own JDOG carpet cleaning franchise, and they agreed to share their experience about starting their business and their experience working with JDOG so far. If this is an opportunity you may be interested in, listen to this episode for some valuable insight and advice from two fellow veterans. If you have any questions about this interview, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. If you'd like to learn more about JDOG and its franchising opportunities, visit them online at www.jdogbrands.com. Hi, Ellen and Mustafa. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Good Megan. Morning. Well, as anyone listening can hear, we have two people on the phone today, and I think this is going to be a really interesting episode. So Orion's had a partnership with JDOG now for about a year, and we've partnered with them to help find veterans to open up franchises across the country. And that's something that you guys are currently doing. You are JDOG franchisees. And so when I talked to JDOG Corporate, they recommended you two because a, you have a military background, as does anyone that has a JDOG franchise, but B, they just thought you'd be great people to be on the podcast. So before we kind of dive into that and talk a little bit about, you know, what led you there, can you tell me a little bit about yourselves? And I know that the story overlaps a little bit because um, obviously I have two of you on. You'll explain your relationship a little bit. But Mustafa, if you want to go first and just kind of talk a little bit about your background and military career, that would be great. Yeah, not a problem. So I was a, I am a United States Air Force veteran. I served just under nine years. I was security forces. And for about six years, I was a canine handler. Um, but yeah, mainly law enforcement security was my background. Very cool. And Ellen, what about you? Um, I just recently got out of the Army in May. I served about 13 years. Um, I was a chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear specialist, um, and I did that alongside with some other additional duties um, while I was in the Army. Awesome. So you guys both have very interesting military backgrounds. So uh, that kind of leads me to my next point. How did you guys meet? Yes, ma'am. We met in Afghanistan, actually. It was my first canine deployment, and it was her first deployment. Um, over in, uh, again, Afghanistan, we met in the Fob Cold Spin Bowl deck, which was, uh, it's pretty, it, it's awesome how it worked out because I was actually assigned to, uh, Kandahar Airfield and I would go to that Fob, um, every now and then. That's how we met. So, yeah. And here we are, 10, almost 10 years later. 
That's awesome. So, you know, you guys obviously had different backgrounds in the military. When you were transitioning out, did you have any career paths in mind or was there something that you pursued before this J-Dog opportunity? So, Mustafa, I'll let you answer that one first. Yes, I, I actually took a break from work when I first got out back in March 2016. Um, I went to school for about a year, but I, I, I still had law enforcement on my mind. You know, I missed it. So I um, continued working in the law enforcement career field. I worked for the local, uh, the county sheriff's office that we lived in at the time for almost two and a half years, actually a little over two and a half years. Um, so when I got out, I really wanted to just focus on um, the kids for a while because, you know, they kind of got put back on the back burner when we were in. So I really wanted to be kind of like a stay-at-home mom and, you know, get give them the attention that I feel like they needed. Um, so I did that for a little bit. I went to school um, pretty much as soon as I got out. I started going to college um, and I was going to pursue a nursing degree. Um, but that's all I had done up until now. Okay, so law enforcement background, stay-at-home mom, but, you know, wanted to pursue nursing, and now you guys, like I said, you're franchisees, so what was it that made you decide to pursue franchising? Was it something that you were interested in doing prior to hearing about J-Dog? Well, I I knew I wanted, the thought of being a small business owner was on my mind for a little bit now. And I knew that my time with the sheriff's office was coming to an end. Um, so a, a funny story is when I first got out, I actually signed up with Orion uh, the hire, for a hiring agency. That's how I knew about Orion. Um, and just in the midst of me looking for new employment uh, this year, you know, after my uh, deputy career was coming to an end, um, I happened to get an email from Orion, you know, bringing attention towards J-Dog. I never heard of J-Dog, never knew what it was. Uh, the email really caught my interest, and I showed my wife, uh, Ellen, and uh, we decided to go with it. Um, I never thought franchising would be the route I wanted to go, but now that I look at it, um, it's something that I definitely want to uh, grow, uh, especially with starting with J-Dog, the carpet side, uh, grow this into a successful business and then just keep building an empire of franchises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And Ellen, when, when he first came to you and said, hey, I heard of this opportunity through Orion, what do you think? Did you have any reservations or did it sound like a cool idea to you too? Uh, I think at first I was really um, hesitant about it just because, you know, I had just gotten out. So it seemed like a lot of changes in a short amount of time. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. so I was a little hesitant at first, um, and I was kind of the one that, you know, when we went to meet them, I kind of like stood back and watched and, you know, uh, observed everything. Um, but once we did the first discovery day and came back, I, I was a little more comfortable and like, you know what, this, maybe this will be a good idea. Yeah, that's really cool. So, Mustafa, you mentioned that you initially heard about J-Dog through Orion, through an email that we had sent you. What was it that caught your eye about the company? Because I know that there's a few things I can think of off the top of my head that are appealing, but I want to know what it was that made you think that it was something worth checking into. Well, the J-Dog mission, uh, you know, uh, what they were all about, um, you know, affording, uh, giving the opportunity for small business up. Uh, ownership to veterans and military family members um, that really, you know, 
piqued my interest. And then, you know, the whole wanting to hire veterans, you know, to bring the unemployment rate to under 1% for the veteran population, that really, I really hit home because I know it is a struggle, especially for me getting out, you know, all I knew was law enforcement. That's, you know, all I did, you know, coming out of high school and joining the military. So me getting out, not having anything else on mine, but law enforcement, um, I, I, I understand the struggles there because there's, there's many jobs in the military that don't transition to other things on the way out. So knowing the struggle um, when you get out and not knowing what to transition to, I, that really hit home because I went through it myself. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the great things about JDOG is what you just mentioned. They are exclusive franchise opportunities for veterans and their families because, you know, not necessarily for you transitioning into a law enforcement role, because I feel like, like you said, that is a very natural fit coming from someone that has a military background. I think a lot of other times when veterans are transitioning into corporate America, they kind of see themselves at a disadvantage because they don't have some of the experience that their civilian counterparts have. And so for something like this, when you hear about an opportunity where they're prioritizing veterans and military families, and in fact, not only prioritizing, like I said, they're exclusive opportunities. I don't think they offer them to anybody else. You feel like you have, you know, kind of a step up, which is something that many people do not feel like they have in their transition. Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit more about the franchise opportunity um, for you guys, because you're in a unique position. There's the two of you that own this franchise. What does a typical day look like for you? So a typical day, um, say a day that's not um, where we don't have a job booked for that day. Um, I typically will go out and find um, Marketing, uh, marketing is huge. Marketing, you know, makes a break. Uh, from what I learned, it makes a breaks a business. So I'll go out, or Ellen will come with me. We'll go out, hang door hangers and surrounding, you know, subdivisions. You know, uh, all these. We have a lot of new developments. I'll uh, do a lot of walk-ins with businesses, make some phone calls, see if we can set up appointments uh, to meet with businesses on, you know, on their time, uh, just to tell them what we're about and, um, uh, you know explain to them the services that we provide and, you know, that we're a local business. Do you feel like people are typically receptive to it? Like when you tell them kind of about J-Dog and the company and that you two are veterans, do people seem like they're excited to work with you? Absolutely. Our core values, respect, integrity, trust. Um, That really means a lot, you know, uh, people are more willing to trust veterans, you know, given their background rather than your average Joe that they have no you know no idea where they're coming from or what they've done in the past. Oh yeah, I think so too. I, I think that that would make um more people I think I, I saw some sort of statistic about, you know, Americans that are more likely to choose a veteran owned company. And so I think that, that it's like you said, the core values that almost makes people feel um like you're more trustworthy, I think, inherently. So I think that's really awesome. And what about your experience working with JDog Corporate? I know that the company mentions, like, you know, they have a proven business model. They're easy to operate. Has that been your experience so far? And can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes. Um, since day one, um, they've been very, very uh, helpful, uh, you know, any questions that I had or Ellen had that she brought up to my attention, 
we were able to get answers almost immediately. Um, very transparent. Um, uh, again, we I left Discovery Day and even training with, you know, no no uncertainties if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. And actually, I want to follow up on that because you and Alan have both mentioned the Discovery Day. So I really want anybody who's listening to this to kind of get a. I guess you could say a peek behind the curtain because, you know, through the email, Mustafa, that you got and through the email that a lot of our candidates are getting, they're hearing about the franchise opportunity, but they don't really know what it entails. And so I've heard the JDOG team mention the discovery days as well. So what did that look like for you guys? Uh, like who was involved? Um, and kind of really what did you accomplish in that day that you went on site to meet with them? It um we had we went up to the headquarters in Pennsylvania uh, for two days. We got there that Thursday. Um, you know we were greeted at the hotel, um, and then I think it was Thursday when we, they treated us. They treated us to a dinner, and oh, it was a great dinner. Uh, you know, a dinner I'll never forget. But the next day, Friday, you know that's you know when the business uh, happened. So we went to the headquarters on Friday, and we met the whole, you know pretty much the whole staff. Um, uh, from Jerry to Tracy, all the way down to um, her name, uh, Sarah, who takes the phone calls. We, we met pretty much everybody. They introduced themselves. Um, a lot of PowerPoints, so be ready for that. But we learned a, a lot. I mean, it was a lot of information. We took a lot of notes. Again, I had questions from A to Z, and they were all pretty much answered. I think people were getting annoyed with me because of all the questions I had. But Again, we, we left there with, um, uh, um, again, I wasn't uncertain about anything because, I again, all my questions were answered, all my concerns were addressed. Um, Ellen has something to say, sorry. And then we also got to meet people who were going through training. So that really helped us kind of be like, oh, you know, like to see, you know, the proof in the pudding right there. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the training that goes into this, and I don't actually know much about that training. So again, I want to make sure anyone listening to this who's interested kind of learns more about the entire process. So when does the training take place and what's involved in that? So we went back up there, I want to say maybe a couple months later, maybe two months later. Yeah. Um, went back up there for a week to the headquarters. Um, again, first, uh, first maybe day or two, Depth by PowerPoint, you know, all the ins and outs of the franchise to go more in depth. Um, you, you learn a lot more than what you learn from the discovery day. Like I said, it's, it's very overwhelming. You, you have to take notes or you're just going to be lost. And then the physical training, we did a lot of training with them over, I want to say three days it was of the week. Um, three days. I think it was that Wednesday through Friday. Then you took a test, you know, hopefully, uh, they want to make sure you retain any information that was taught to you. Um, physically, we actually did a lot of training. Um, uh, at that time, they didn't have the train, uh, their new headquarters set up yet, but uh, they had a house that we went to, and we did a lot of training over there, um, learned how to operate the machine, um, the butler system that we use, um, you know, all the different temperatures and pressures you have to use. Like, again, all the meats and potatoes on how to be a successful carpet cleaner. Um, and not only carpet, mm -hmm. you know, we clean other flooring types and use other equipment. Um, and then we actually clean um, 
Dana Forster's house, she actually had a real thing. It, it, it helped us uh, to be able to see the uh, the results of our hard work um, when we did that. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was again, it was it was fun, um, very informative. Um, I left there knowing that you know I'm going to be I'm going to be doing a great job when I get home and start finally operating. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, looking back on it now, Ellen, what do you think makes you the most excited about being a franchisee? And then Mustafa, same for you when Ellen kind of gives her input here. Um, so I think the most exciting part is the opportunities we have. Um, I never realized how many veteran-owned businesses that we actually have around us, and we kind of live in the middle of nowhere. Uh so I didn't realize that we had so many. So just the opportunities that we have to, you know, to join and partner with people and to help people, um, you know, to help the schools, to help, you know, our community. Um, and then first and foremost, to help fellow veterans get a job. Um, that was what really, you know, struck me once we got out, you know, seeing the fruits of our hard work coming to life, um, you know, us going out, you know, putting hundreds of door hangers and people's mailboxes and people actually responding to that, that really, you know, it's like, oh, it's, it's really worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. For me, uh, being a franchisee, it's just, I, there's no better feeling than, you know, working for yourself, working your own schedule. Um, I, I must say it, it's a huge stress relief uh, given my background with the law enforcement world. It's, there's no comparison. Um, but yeah, that's it's that's what I really like about. It. I mean, it it is what you it is what you make of it. You know, if you're not gonna be out there, um, you know, busting your butt, you know, marketing, or marketing huge, um, you, you're gonna fail. So I, I like that it's uh, um, it's derived off of my efforts towards it. Um, you know, the harder I work, the harder, the more effort I put into this business, the more successful it's gonna be. I can make it or mm-hmm. easily break it. So, Yeah, definitely. And Ellen, relating kind of back to what you said at the beginning, it sounds like you probably have a lot more flexibility to dedicate that time to the family like you wanted to do, um, you know, with the addition of having the income. So, you know, you can spend more time with them like you would be able to if you were a stay-at-home mom, but you also have an additional income stream, which, of course, is, is something everybody wants. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, it was a big um, change for us when I got out, you know, dual military, you you make a very decent amount of money. Um, and so when I got out, you know, it, it was an adjustment, but, you know, we planned, we made sure we were okay. And um, even when um, he left the sheriff's department, you know, we still planned, but there, you know, there was always that little like, oh, you know, maybe I should go back to work. And you know, and that made me sad having to leave, you know, the baby. But, you know, when we did this, it was kind of like, you know, sometimes I will have to go work, but it'll only be like for two or three hours and then I get to be home. Yeah, definitely. And then Mustafa, based on what you said, one of the cool things about having a franchise is that, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're really a business owner when it comes down to it, but a little bit less risk than if you, you and Ellen were to just open up a carpet cleaning business on your own. You've got the training that J-Dog provided and, you know, you have 
other franchisees that you can ask questions and it, there's just more of a proven process so they kind of have the roadmap established for you already but you still get the perks of being a business owner yeah um again uh without that you know i i wouldn't even thought about it uh going this route it, it helped a lot helped a lot having that guidance having uh having all the pot you know all the feedback from not only the you know the president the vice president of the franchise but other franchisees um we're not the only carpet um franchise there's there's a few others and you know we we talk almost daily uh, amongst each other uh you know giving feedback you know what works what doesn't work you know any questions uh, again they're still even past the training um once we graduated from that they're still always almost a, a, uh again readily available to answer questions and uh, address any concerns that we have so the support is still still there um uh we do weekly ramp up calls and sometimes me and Ellen miss them because we're on out, out on a job but uh just those ramp up calls it, it shows that you know they really they really want you to succeed and they're doing everything they can to make sure you um have the tools to be successful mhm mm yeah, that's really good to hear. And I'll make sure I include the link. Uh, we always do in any of the marketing that we do on behalf of JDOG so that people can go to the website and fill out the form and learn more. But, you know, as someone who's been through the process, would you have any kind of advice or anything above and beyond that that you would tell people who want to learn more or apply? Uh, the best thing you could do is just go out there and, and learn for yourself. I mean, you can read articles and uh uh emails and uh whatever whatever you could you could do all that all day but until you actually go out there and physically learn and uh learn you know bring your questions always bring questions always have questions um if you go there without any questions or uh concerns and leave with nothing you know not taking any notes it's you're not really going to learn what it's about so i i definitely suggest actually going to a discovery day and learning more than what you just see um, also, yeah. uh, uh, what I did prior to going out there is I called other J-Dog uh, businesses, even though I knew I was going to carpet side, I called a few junk calling uh, that were in my area and uh, asked them, you know, what was their experience? Um, how are they doing? I'm not really getting, you know, not really getting into the money they're making, but just a, you know, overview of how everything went for them. And that really ha also helped me. So I definitely suggest that as well. How do you feel that your military experience prepared you to succeed in being a franchisee? I mean, like I said, you guys both have completely different military backgrounds, but I think there's some commonalities that, you know, you mentioned the core values and things like that. So I think there's some commonalities that just being in the military would have prepared you for. So Ellen, I'll let you go first. And then Masafa, if you could give me your perspective on that, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, so I know like, with my job, you know, they don't really use me until they absolutely need me or to fulfill, you know, yearly requirements. So I've always been very adaptable um, doing any job that I've ever been asked to do, which the military does really prepare you for that. Um, you know, never getting too comfortable in what you do um, and always being ready to learn more. Um, I, When I was in the military, I did things from being in the training room NCO to the Orly Room NCO to running an ACPX while we were deployed. 
So I've always been able, you know, to do that um, through the military. So, you know, when this came up, yeah, you know, besides my little green carpet cleaner that I had at home, I really didn't know anything else about carpet cleaning, but I was able to, you know, adapt to it and learn. And, you know, the military gave me that confidence to know, you know, even if I haven't been professionally trained or anything like that, I can always learn and do the job. Um, and then just, you know, the attention to detail, you know, we're very meticulous. Sometimes we're too meticulous, I think. Um, when we go into people's homes, you know, we're always trying to please, you know, we want them to be happy with our work, even if it means we have to kind of go the extra mile. Um, and then just re being respectful, you know, to people, to their homes, you know, they're letting you into their most personal space. Um, so just being respectful to them, to, you know, their home, to the, the, place, the pieces that they have in their home, you know, taking that extra little care. Um, the military really prepared me for that. Yeah, I think that's great. What about you, Mustafa? Uh, in regards to preparation, I think, um, again, attention to detail, um, knowing uh, the, uh, sorry, knowing what I was able to do in the military, being able to transition that on, on my outside world. Um, uh, I had troops, you know, I supervised troops, so I know managing, uh, especially once we start hiring uh, our fellow veterans, uh, managing personnel is not an issue. Um, discipline and work ethic, you know, I, I was a hard worker in the military, um, even though my back, you know, went out on me, um, I, I'm still, I still care about that. I still care about, you know, the effort I'm putting into the work, you know, like Ellen said, you know, you're entering people's homes, you know, that's a lot of emotion in that, you know, there's a lot of trust involved with that. And I, I feel, you know, my background with the military it definitely transitioned over because again, it's, even though we're, you know, running the JDOC franchise, it's still, still my name on it. You know, we're still the local business that, you know, people are actually interacting with. So it's, uh, again, a lot of it transitioned over. Uh, uh, and it, it makes it easy. It really does. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that those qualities that you guys have mentioned in yourselves and things that you learned in the military that have translated are all things that not only that you look for in hires that, you know, are going to work for you, but also things that you probably find pretty easily because of the fact that you're also hiring people with a military background. Yeah, uh, especially, again, the discipline, uh, respect, the uh, work ethic. Uh, again, um, I'm not saying every veteran is, you know, the number one choice. You know, we all have bad apples everywhere, but there mm -hmm. is a sense of, there, there is a peace of mind uh, for me, uh, knowing that they do have a similar background. Um, because, again, it's like, um, I'm, I'm entrusting them to, you know, operate in people's homes and operate the van which is not you know that's that's the money maker right there you know i got to make sure the pants take yeah. care of as well uh so again a lot of trust not only you know uh our customers trusting us but us as business owners trusting uh, our future employees with a lot of responsibility so yeah Awesome. Well, I know you guys are super busy. Um, you know, you're running your business, obviously. And I think you said earlier that you're also in the process of moving right now. So that's not, oh, that's not always fun. That's usually not a fun thing to do. So to wrap this up, is there anything else that you want to share about JDOG or the franchise opportunities that our listeners should consider? Uh, no, I really want to harp on, you know, like I mentioned before, 
Um, don't just read about it, you know, go and do the discovery day, uh, actually learn, be there, speak to people, real people, not, you know, a machine, um, learn about the franchise, you know, if it's a good fit for you, go with it. If not, I mean, there's, there's other things to do, but at the end of the day, I, I really think it's, uh, J-Dog, J-Dog brand itself, what it stands for, it's something, something, uh, that I take pride in, uh, being a part of, so. Yeah. Awesome. Ellen, what about you? Uh, I think, you know, for a lot of veterans, you know, it's it, it's very difficult once you get out. Um, you know, I was very fortunate. I didn't really, you know, I didn't have to be like, oh, I have to go hurry up and go to a job, you know. Um, Safa, you know, was able to work, and then I was able to kind of take my time off. But the stress that's there, you know, when you do get out, um and then finding people who are like-minded, I think is very difficult. You know, you miss those people once you're out. You know, I can, I can tell you for sure, I've missed the people I work with now that I'm out. Um, but finding people like that again, you know, J-Dog kind of does just that. Um, and the opportunity is endless. You know, if you put in the work and you market and you get out there and you're part of your community, there you can't it's a no fail mission you know it's it's going to work out for you so um if it's something that you're kind of like up in the air and you don't know you know exactly what you want to do or you know like us or for me you know the military didn't really prepare me for a job once i got out um you know so this was kind of something of like oh okay you know i can do this this, this is something i like i like cleaning carpets i like doing that <laughs> um then going mm-hmm. past it you know i like the I like the mission and I really love the fact that, you know, um, some people just kind of say that they want to help veterans, but not many people are actually really doing anything to make that happen. And J-Dog's actually doing that. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond. So make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.